Shoobity Doo. That was a pretty good show, guys. That was Shoobity, that might be the best show we've ever done. That was pretty good. Shoobity yep. Doo. Hey, a little behind the curtain. Uh, I rarely do this, but I'd like to let you all know how we, we uh, right before the mics cracked open, Tyler said, let's make this tight for the sake of my marriage. Behind the curtain. And now I got I got nervousness. I got like a TikTok in my head. Well, I'm nervous too because you and I talked about Jillian not being thrilled with you being gone this much either. Yeah. Well, yeah. Don't not. throw me under the bus with the. So coming up soon, Mike Carano's after disaster. <laughs> mm. Mm. Isn't and that already called the miscellaneous adventure? Or it can be two divorced guys. Yeah. Ooh. Oh yeah. And their yeah. friend. Not and bad. Their, and their lonely friend. Not bad. I'll be out there uh, uh, chasing. Chasing tail. Ooh, I'll be after those skirts like nothing, Dude, son. strange. It'll be a, a celebration of strange. We're getting strange. We're getting trim. We're getting uh, <laughs> clunge. We're up in Clungy jumping. We're I'll up be in the it. gentleman of the group. With permission, of course. Yes. Permission? That's yes. Failed marriages. We don't We don't need permission. Oh, from the uh, from the clungies. Oh, you're not going to ask your wife's yeah, wait, permission. You I, I thought you meant like the, the, the wives. Oh, the ex-wives. No. Uh, of Lauren, I'm, I'm sorry such, I wasn't here for you. Such and you a gentleman. felt abandoned, and doesn't, you asked for a divorce. But do I have your permission to go out and do? I'll just play the recording. For doesn't you. even occur to me that you're uh, you were going down the the, the Les Moonves uh, route wow. there. Allegedly, talk about my you're boss. Like allegedly, that? he's not your boss, boss anymore, buddy. Are you guys nervous? Because like sometimes when they get a new boss in there, like everything, uh, everything. Don't know. I want hey. the guy here taking reference photos at 7:30 every morning. All seriousness, though, uh, I forgot to do this on on the film vault. Oh, we boy. did record a little early. Earlier in the week, but it's anyone going to do a film vault ad read on anyone our show. who I forgot to do this on the film vault. Don't Casper, forget to buy, to buy any, that mattress, even any, though it comes delivered to any, you, which is weird. Anyone who uh, is in the path or being affected or has family that's being affected by uh, Hurricane Florence, it's actually like touching ground as we're recording this. And I've been watching the news all day about it. And uh, were you watching that? Yeah, that live footage of that flag. Yeah, it's kind of weird that they found one shredded. little sad flag that was like in There's some weather station like effect. 30 miles off the coast of North Carolina with just a, a camera feed. And they're just shooting out into the ocean. Just a static and in shot front of, of it is an American flag. And it's just like ripped in half well, I'm sure it's winds. gone by now. Yeah, the, feed, the feed cut out like uh, around 4.30. I saw the feed's it, like I saw a, Armageddon out of here. It, was, it looked fake. It looked like something they would do in a movie. And you're like, that's not actually how technology works. Like where where it just goes it like started snow. to get. It started to get a little glitchy, uh-huh. and then the color, dro- the saturation dropped out and became black and white, uh-huh. and then it got blockier and blockier. Like I was traveling in time to like dial up internet, and then it was just. <laughs> it was just, and it just I wonder if it got wet. The camera, yeah, yeah, you know, the camera was getting very wet. No, but I mean, it's probably a waterproof camera. I, I would imagine the housing. It was kind of was annoying though. There was no. Um, there was no like wind. Uh, you know what are the wind wind windometers? A windsock. <laughs> Well, the flag's the wind sock. So in the in the there's no there's no like wind speed like you know, mm-hmm. and I didn't know if it was touching the edge of the hurricane or if this is just you know. I wanted more. I wanted more well, stats. Where my, where is this hurricane hitting exactly? Uh, right now, like North Carolina and like Myrtle Beach North and Kakalaki. all along, all along like the southeastern seaboard. All along but above, the seaboard, above Florida. So, in the event that you are being affected or have been affected by this, or you're just uh, or find, you're in a place and you just don't want to think about this because this is all you've been thinking about, and your socks are wet. And oh, I just uh, I just pictured that's somebody sitting on a concrete block with the frame of their former house around them, listening to the podcast with on the socks. one lone chair they found. Or with maybe you know socks. they're back on their feet now. They're they're going back to their homes. And uh, the worst part is I don't want to talk about it. by tomorrow. They're back on their feet, going back. This to their is homes. not a live show. You can listen to this until the sun. Careens into the earth. <laughs> I think it's the other way around. It's probably true. Yeah, Mike and I were just talking about that too, <laughs> right before the program about the sun, about how everything's uh, compostable. 
Yeah, everything is everything. Uh, it will eventually. You mean eventually combustible? Com- no, no, like compostable. Uh, compostable. Like his his uh, coffee pods. The pods, like my Keurig pods, because I care about the environment, Tyler. So I only buy the kind from Costco. They say San Francisco on the side. They're 100 percent compostable. Yeah. So they break down. You like see. in a thousand years, as opposed to like that was. That I was buy the ones. Years. I buy the ones that apparently oh, fit so you guys perfectly in a dolphin's mouth. <laughs> <laughs> the blowhole. Right in the blowhole. <laughs> Yeah, and then Mike said everything uh, bust like uh, eventually, like this gold, this brick gold bar, this he, gold brick. You have a gold bar. It will. It will. Well, eventually, hmm. when the sun Where's and the Mike's earth gold? meet, like it will be compostable. How much, how much gold would Mike Composted. have to have in here for us to actually consider killing? <laughs> Way more than I have. I hope. <laughs> I don't like it when you make me laugh when I'm trying to drink a sip of coffee. I do. <laughs> yeah. I like it a lot. I don't like that. There's an amount that you would <laughs> kill. There's well, each bar is worth like five hundred grand. I right? never told you this, but I've got forty gold bars, and they're worth about fifty million. Each like, one's worth like fifty. We should kill you. Five hundred uh, grand, right? Is that correct? I don't know. I think I don't each know. one's like one. But we make the mistake of still uploading this podcast, though. Yeah. That has like the murder. No, no, no. Like, like we find out that it's true like six months from now, and then we we go back and this this episode mysteriously just disappears from the feed. Ooh, but then some people have downloaded it, so they're yeah. they report us to the authorities. Fucking Giovanni, yeah, screwing, <laughs> screwing future Sleuth. Anderson and, and Tyler. <laughs> hey, uh, Phoenix was fantastic. Uh, smaller crowd, but uh, it was really fun oh, seeing like, y'all like, out there. Like, like little people? There's not a lot of yeah, uh, it's just a bunch tall of people. Peter Dinklage is in the front row. <laughs> Dinklage lineage was oh. uh, showed up to the, the the Phoenix program. No, but Mike Carano was out there with me, and uh, it was really nice having a familiar face, and as well as Chris Moran and his lovely wife Lori. Yep, they were there to see it for the fourth time. Tyler, they're, they're now part of the ex- they're very exclusive four time. Michael club. and Janelle, Teja Vu and her boyfriend. Teja Vu is that her name? Teja was her name, right? Teja I don't Vu? know. Uh, yeah, we went out and uh, had some. I uh, do know actually some food and drinks with. Uh, mm-hmm. I'd say about fifteen of the listeners afterwards. And yep. you know what? Wow, the emails continue to come in. I think pretty much everyone that was at the screening has sent me an email. It's I've gotten like forty emails. That's so wow. nice. What are wow. they even saying? Why didn't you invite well, me to your dinner? movie? Uh, a shit. I think they I overcharged you me at the bar. Can you time? check my receipt? No, I've I've heard from pretty much everyone except for the people that came out to drink and eat with us afterwards. Oh, they were like everyone. There, there else. Were people they that got too much of a look at the uh, the, wiz- <laughs> the wizard of the no. The they guy? got to say to me like what wizard you know loves. what uh, the most of the, the emails were like. I would have loved to have gone out to get drinks or food, but I had to be somewhere. What's the meanest email you got about the movie? My dad stuck my dick in a finger trap once, and I don't think it's funny. No, I haven't really got one. Like the worst, honestly, the worst one was probably one of the early ones in LA, and it was just like, uh, "Hey, I love the movie. My wife didn't care for it much, though." Like that's the worst I've heard. Yeah. That's pretty good. But you I don't could, know how you many. Left I think that most guys in Hollywood would take that. Uh, yeah. I have got some mean emails though recently. Oh yeah, you yeah. have. No, it wasn't get to mean. That. Uh, I'll not get to that right away. Also, I have some. Well, it wasn't uh, really mean. No, no, no. It's it's cunty is what it is. Also, yeah. have some. And we'll uh, talk about it. Ad Vice questions good. and thank the good Lord an above. Ad Vice. Success story. Do, 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 success. I love it. Every love now and it. then, our advice pays off. Do you guys ever it's a uh, new drop? I just made. I know the answer from Anderson. He never does. But this. but oh. Tyler, do you ever just watch a yes. weird topic on YouTube uh, and then find yourself like four videos deep? Yeah, yeah. So the latest one for me is. Are you off of barbecuing? Day thirteen of our fourteen day sail around the world, and it's two two dudes and a hot chick mm. on a sailboat. Mm. Uh, you, and did I'm you like, wait, did you say a yacht chick? No, a hot chick. Oh, oh. <laughs> what? And they just do all this stuff, and I don't get it. I don't get how you survive on a boat with only one girl, for starters. <laughs> because if I was the odd guy out, I would be dr- 
I would be going up the wall. But maybe there was another girl because in one of the other episodes How there horny were three are you girls. <laughs> so they they go to some some. Wait, you watch another one that has three girls? They go to some island on the other side of the world and they meet the chief of the village, and he wants them to help him with his generator. So one of the girls hops in his canoe. The dudes go back to the boat to get some supplies. And they all meet at the village. I'm like, how much trust do you have in your life where you just hop in this dude's canoe and take off? Mm-hmm. And the guys are like, well, we're going to motor back to our boat that's parked out in the bay that no, you guys can easily no, nothing rob. Nothing bad has ever happened in a, with a canoe. Maybe not. Just ask Burt Reynolds, rest in peace. Rest in peace. Nothing he bad beat as many, many of the ladies as I've heard he's beaten. He was a wife beater? How many has he beaten? For at least two. Ooh. I don't know about that, but right. I really don't know about that. But I did see mm. what Sally Fields said. When oh, she, was she number three? She she released a comment about how I think the only reason I dated him was because his uh, as a reaction to my abusive stepfather. Mm. And she talked about his taking drugs on the set. Sally, quiet time. <laughs> yeah, quiet, quiet time. time. No one wants. She 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 did, she did we mention did one Mary thing. Jane on the set of Smoking the Bandit. In she mentioned one thing that I thought was quite intriguing. She's talking about all the painkillers he was taking on the set of Smoking the Bandit, and then she threw in he used to get mis- some mysterious shot in his chest, and I'm like, what the what? fuck is that? What would that? Be? Yeah, I don't what know. is that? I yeah, don't you know. know. The thing from uh, The Rock where they have to inject. I don't that. know. I also heard that he bought a new toupee every single week, and they're like fifteen hundred dollars each. What? Something crazy like what? that. That seems like a rumor. Could be. That seems a lot like a lot to pay. But to back me. in the day, to pay. I'm sure there's a lot of doctors, like snake oil salesmen, that were yeah. selling all sorts of crazy can shit to like you, rich people. You can know? I tell you something? Yeah. Like, hey, well, all we're going to do is just give you a little shot right in your nipple, yeah. and you're going to feel like uh, yeah. 10 years younger. What would it be? It would be nothing. It would be snake oil. You probably told us, like, good point. Yeah. put the vitamins straight into your heart. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's where they go. <laughs> Uh, I was um, I was driving around making a recording for my podcast. I don't know if I ever uploaded it or not, but I was talking about Burt Reynolds, <laughs> and I was discuss. I was doing some deep, some deep soul searching about how all my childhood heroes are dead. And when Burt Reynolds died, oh, the saddest my. part about it was I realized I'm old. Like all these people I grew up watching when I was a little kid mm-hmm. are dead. Alan Alda's still alive. Well, here's the thing. I'm on a side street paralleling Ventura Boulevard. You ran over Alan Alda. And I, as be amazing. I swear to God, this is not an embellishment. Mm. I swear to God. I go, I was very serious. And I went, all of my childhood heroes are dead. There's like no one left. As I said that next to me, William Shatner driving <laughs> by, I, I've never seen him in the wild. That's never crazy. seen William Shatner out in public. I've only seen him. It'd be Star better Trek if he heard you, though. Yeah. We were both going. That's by a each great other. insult. If you just like, if you see William Shatner, and you're like, "Hey, all of my childhood yep. heroes dead," and then just walk away. <laughs> like, yep. what would he do with that? Bert, I mean, uh, William or Bill or whatever you want to call him, Kirk. Yeah. yeah, that'd be a good start. Also, anyway, I can get a hug from you because all of my childhood heroes are dead. All every of them. last one of them. Not a single one still breathing. <laughs> yep. Wait a minute. Oh, my God. I feel so stupid. I just remember. Lee Majors. Tina, still alive. Tina Turner. <laughs> yeah. Lee Majors isn't, is he? I don't know. I believe Lee he is. Harvey is. Really? I think Lee Majors is alive because I was laying in a hotel one night and I was watching oh. old person TV uh, like two years ago. Me TV. And he came on for an ad for something. And I don't remember mm. what it was, but it was something only old people die. I mean, buy. Mm. <laughs> before they die <laughs> is it bad that like if you asked me six months ago if aretha franklin was still alive you i would have no, no idea 
No, okay? it, like you don't keep tabs. Like I run her fan site, so I know that she was still alive. You the one picking out her outfits? Uh, I know this is TV I had gold say, news. Now. I had to say. <laughs> say uh, that's creeps though right that they're just changing the woman's outfits well, every time know. they open the casket i didn't know about that they did they did Are it's almost like a extreme uh, uh extreme uh embalming uh, embalming or as mike called it ultimate embalming is what it <laughs> is <laughs> yeah <laughs> mike kept calling it extreme embalming it's uh, a real thing it's a real thing uh, uh, uh it's a real thing we're going to talk about uh, Paul McCartney and John Lennon jacking beating, off together. Beating. I didn't read the article, <laughs> but I saw so many posts about it. Beat the Meatles is the uh, title of the Beat article. Beat the Meatles. Yeah. I got to be honest with you, it doesn't surprise me. He said <laughs> He said they were sitting around one night in a dark room, probably on drugs, obviously. And there was like six of them or something. And he's like, "Hey, before you know it, someone started, you know, masturbating." Um, first of all, what scenario is someone just starts? Yeah, um, yeah. He's like, and then we all joined in having a wank. Mm-hmm. And he's like, it became like a very communal thing. Like we, someone would say someone's name like Bridget Bardot and everyone would be like, ooh. And then it kept going around. And he's like, and then somewhere near the end when, you know. Yoko, we all couldn't come. People were close to finishing. It's Winston Churchill. John yelled out, yeah, Winston Churchill. And then he's like, he was always having to laugh like that. <laughs> like, what? That's fucking weird. And he's like, it's not like it was a regular thing. We did it like, you know, two, maybe three times. Okay, yeah. Okay. Uh, it's the all beginning right, of the end for Paul, I think. I George, think uh, I think he probably had all these stories banked waiting till the end so he, he could spanked, start though, sure. letting them out. Yeah. Oh, hey. Oh. Yo I never Philly. Told you about the time we played the drums with our penis. Yo Philly. Yo Philly. Hey, for listening uh, in or around the Philadelphia area, New York Gino's, area. Geno's. Anywhere in those areas. Anywhere you can get to, uh, to a play to Philly within like an, a couple hours on a train. If in West Philadelphia you were born and raised. I want you to come and, and help me celebrate my playground is where you spent most of your My days. wedding anniversary. I'm going to be in Philly on October 13th celebrating my wedding anniversary by myself. Oh, hell yeah. With Breaking groupers. off with a bunch of listeners. I'm going to have groupers with me. Uh, last minute ad. Uh, we, are, we are now doing Philadelphia. And it's going to be a, a, a great one. It's going to be a little bit different than the others. It's playing at the Regal Cinema. It's got like uh, some kind of weird name, like Plymouth Mouth, the Meeting 10 or some so shit. So far, Regal s- Cinema. There's going to be popcorn there, which sounds well, great. Well, they sell popcorn there. I got um, the email today that said for like $8, I can drink and eat all I want. $5 really? extra that for the... That seems insane. So it's four... It's, it's almost it's like you're making money. Four to eight o'clock is the whole shebang. That's $75 for the pre-show, and you get the, the shorts, and I give you a tour shirt, and then at five o'clock, I play the, the movie, and then there's a quick Q&A with me and one of the actors who's in the movie, and then an hour of boozing and drinking and food. It's going to be catered. Um, uh, then that's all inclusive of anyone in the theater uh, for an hour. So that's going down October 13th. It's going to be a party. And it's Philly, so you can just throw up anywhere you want, and it's yep. fine. And if a listener wants to send me a plane ticket, I'll come out for that. So 75 bucks uh, for the away. pre-show and $30. It's a bit of a premium, $30 for the general admission because we got that Q&A and uh, the, the, uh, the the booze and food afterwards for like a full hour. $30 for a movie and an hour of getting uh, drinks it's and It's kind of ridiculous. Like yeah, it's not really shows. my idea. It's, I'm, I'm co-running this with somebody else, so... Uh, but I'm on the hook for some of it, so that's why it's thirty bucks. So if, if there's a way I can come to that Philly show, like if I can find a last minute Priceline deal, you, you, because you have to fly in. Your idea is you want to fly in, watch the movie, and then get on a plane <laughs> yeah, and fly that's out. Right, that's right. Yeah, but I also want to go to get one of those famous cheesesteaks. Yeah, but you'd be made fun of because you'd forget and you'd say, "Hey, can I got a Philly cheese 
steak and they'd be cheese like cheese sandwich what yeah, you just gotta ask for a cheese and they're like get out of here and i'll just walk across the street to the other place i'm taking the red eye in so i'm getting in at like 5 30 in the morning day of uh, and then i'm flying out the next day and your airbnb airbnb is probably 14 miles away if you uh keep up with your uh no your i tradition. don't I, I haven't booked my hotel yet no. but i'm probably just gonna maybe stay by the airport. maybe get one close this time. Time. Maybe over the airport. Maybe going close to time. But I'm excited. Uh, tickets have only been on sale for two days. And the uh, VIP, or not, I never call them VIP because that's weird. But the pre-show, pre-party, uh, premium ticket, $75 ticket, 25% of them are already gone. Great. In two days. In two Great. days. Because we cap it. We cap it at 40. That's fantastic. So, uh, come on down. Let's have a party. Uh, I know a lot of you in New York have been saying, well, why aren't you coming out to New York? Could not get anyone to play ball. Plus, uh, it was just. Play ball. Uh, as far as theaters go, and then Philadelphia just kind of happens. So plus, I'm not sure you're allowed back in New York after things you've done in that yeah, city. Yeah, I think I did what most people do in New York, and that's smoke crack once and uh, <laughs> wander around and get get followed into the adult video arcade. Can I tell a quick story about a plane ride home from Phoenix, real quick? Sure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What, what would be stopping you? Uh, you guys. Okay. You need to get back to your wife. Mm. Uh, so. I'm not going to get into the long, convoluted story as to how I almost got bumped and uh, they're going to fly me into a different airport and then I was going to have to make my way back because my car was actually parked in Burbank. Was it Ontario they were going to fly you into? American Airlines is just the fucking worst. Yeah. The worst. They wanted to fly me into Santa Ana or LAX late at night. Uh, they bumped me because, okay, here, I, I, you know what? I will get into it a little bit. So Unacceptable. It's a 90-minute flight. Yeah. All right. It was two and a half hour delay to get out there. Two and a half hour delay, mm-hmm. and it was an early morning flight on a, on a, on a Saturday. I saw you. Yeah, and then uh, the flight back. I'm thinking, great, everything's on time, everything's looking good. It's American Airlines, so this doesn't make sense. But everything so far, because I've taken Alaska Airlines mo- almost all through the out the entire tour, never a problem. Never uh, and and Virgin a couple times, never a problem. Mm-hmm. American three out of four times now, fucked. So yeah. coming back, I'm like everything looks good, and then I'm looking, and it's like on time. Begin boarding in two minutes. I look out the window. There's no plane at the gate. Oh, I'm like, boy. that's not a. That's not a true thing. Maybe it was Wonder Woman's point. And I see them, like, you know, scattering. <laughs> it was not Wonder Woman's. Oh, I'll talk about that. Um, and I see them, like, all nervous, like, behind the, you know, desk. And I can see, like, the two, uh, I don't know what they're called. What are they called? Attendants? Like, they, like they sometimes they become flight attendants, too. Like, but they're they out do? there. They do? Sometimes they're out in the, uh, at the gate with you. and out then like, the wild. I think flight attendants suck as, not all of them, but a lot of them are very rude. People, but I think the people behind the counter could never handle the flight attendant job because they panic quick. And this group was panicking. Desk attendants. Desk attendants were, were panicking. There's three of them, and then I see, and her hand Desk was literally jockeys. shaking as she gr- picked up the little PA thing, and she wanted to know. Attention, attention! <laughs> American Airlines Flight 453 to Los Angeles, Burbank. To Burbank, your plane is gone. The plane's not here. <laughs> Here's what happened. They I'm switched so planes. Scared. I'm shaking. They even never. Though I have a car ride home to my apartment. Like if I didn't know about Phoenix, the world and how it works, I would. I would just assume that the plane that was going to come in crashed because it just disappeared. Like they just yeah. said, yeah. "We're switching planes." It's like, okay, well, what happened to our original plane? And they're like, okay, it was just a minor hijacking. They're switching uh, to they, a, they got the guy. They're going to land the plane. A much smaller plane. No. So boy. if your seat number is above twelve. You're not going to have a flight, but we're looking for volunteers. Above 12? <laughs> Above 12, because there's only 12 rows in this tiny little, tiny little uh, plane that they wheeled out. And then uh, about 30 minutes after that, now the flight's very delayed. They come on and they say, we well, you know that you can see the planes there. We still need 10 more volunteers to give up their seats. Uh, 
but we and and then we'll get you on the plane and we we know that you can see it there but we're cooling it down because it's been hanging out in a it's been sitting in the hangar for the last three days and it got up to 128 degrees inside and I'm thinking this is not a plane I want to be on. Uh, it's, all, it's, it's just been sitting around. We got to have Thank a mechanic look under the hood real fast. Thank you for bearing with us. Yeah. Your plane we just got to put some air in the tires. On fire. We are cooling it down. Where do they, like they have like yeah. a little. It's like the little like the little That's engine that could. It's like oh boy, oh boy. That's it's my time much. to shine. I I'm sitting, drive people. Hope I don't kill them all. I've been sitting in the in the hangar for three hope days. I don't compensated kill them. for giving up. Your so seats? That, that, it's weird how they do it. Like so, she starts. They start with like looking for volunteers for two hundred twenty dollars voucher for two hundred twenty dollars, and I'm thinking two twenty. No, fuck you. And I see like four or five people go up, and you then like, like another twenty minutes goes by, and they're like, all right, we still need more volunteers. Uh. There's like a little bit of a pause. Four hundred dollars. <laughs> oh wow! <laughs> Those first people are like, fuck, no, and they're still sitting talking. there, which is weird, right? Okay, we got a thousand dollars. We need two more people. I got offered. I got. There was an announcement on one of my things. It was for nine hundred. When Lauren and I were coming back from Italy. Oh, that's nine, Europe. That's a whole different ballgame. I right? know. And I was. We'd already been traveling for like eight hours. I was like, I can't spend any longer in this airport. I. It's not worth nine hundred dollars. So, God, that would that would just kill the flight for me all the whole way home. I'm row like, 13, so I know that I'm going to probably be bumped, and they need one more volunteer. Mm-hmm. And then there's another pause, and he goes, $600 uh, voucher, and I just, I, I'm like, that's it. I'll, I'll yeah. go talk to them. They're going to bump me anyways, I, but they're desperate. Yeah, they not, too get, yeah. not too shabby. Not too shabby. Then they're like, well, where would you like to go? LAX, Santa Ana? I'm like, neither one of those places. And they're like, well, you can go to Burbank, but it'll be eight hours from now. I'm like, because it's delayed. That, that flight's... Anyway, long story short, um, they ended up putting giving me the opportunity to get back in the plane. It was six hundred bucks or get back in the plane because some asshole who checked in, maybe he was smart and he's like, That plane's been sitting in a in a hangar. Yeah. I don't want to go on it. So they kept calling him and he had already checked in and they kept calling him and he never came. So they're like, You can have his seat because he just forfeited it. I'm like, uh, All right. They're, they're, or the six hundred bucks. I'm like, uh like you gotta go home, yeah. Because if because it. it's American. I could I yeah. could use the six hundred bucks, but I'm sure there'd be some kind of shit where they're like, yeah. "Well, it's got to be a, a flight from." It. Yeah, you can only go to Albuquerque, and then it would be it would be American that I'd have to fly on. You know what I mean? Uh, I dig it, man. I, dig so it. I get on the plane. Albuquerque. I'm sitting in the this, there's 48 passenger seats on this tiny little plane. Mm-hmm. I've been on smaller planes, but still, it's That's a it's pretty plane. small for a for a <laughs> uh, pontoons. <laughs> a pontoon was smaller, and I used to take this plane from Toronto to Pembroke, Canada, and it was really small. It was like I, I was like practically hey. sitting on my on, on the on the cockpit uh, on the on the. I was practically sitting on my ass over on the, here. Uh, the the pilots. Lap. I took one of those jokey clown planes once that's like eight feet long that you see at the air show. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, what are those called? Um, I don't midgets. It, I think it's called a midget. Yeah, I think so too. It's not our fault. We didn't name them. It's a I'm little sure that they, plane. They've renamed it by now. I don't think so. Vertically challenged. You don't want to be a vertically challenged plane. Like no. you, you have, you're challenged to getting vertical. I don't good. like that there's secret hangars that just have hot planes in them for like four days. Well, I don't like this either because I thought there Phoenix. had to be a mechanic looking at them constantly like, let's make sure there's nothing leaking. Yeah, I don't like that that plane is like the reliever who hasn't pitched in four and weeks because no he blows signage. every game. No signage on it. Total free agent plane. Like It's just like the airport's like go-to like, if you're fucked. Like, they were fucked because they, they, they didn't uh, have a plane. It's the bullpen. They pull the plane yeah, out. That's what we're I'm gonna send, Hey, you know, what, you know what? All I can think about right now while you're telling the story is... I. Don't ask. Don't ask. But I watched a flight preparation for a MiG-15. Mike, why were you and watching the guy a was in the cockpit going over page after page of flight prep and doing it on camera. So like, boring. Check this, blah, blah, blah. Turn off this, blah, blah, blah. And it was insane the amount of work you it's have sa- to do. Is it kind of, was it kind of soothing, though? I can, I can imagine it if he's like, uh, check out ailerons. 
checking ailerons. Click. It was sort of, except for it was more like this. Turn off the external one. Because <laughs> the mic was right there live the whole time, and it was just this heavy breathing in between him talking. It's like the beginning of uh, American Made. But he probably Remember went that? through yeah, yeah, probably went through 35 yeah. things on, on different so pages good. of a laminated sheet, and then guess where he puts it when he's done? Under his butt cheek. Oh, because there's no like stow. Away. Everything about flying that jet, I was thinking, how much money does this cost? And, and how many things cannot work perfectly where he can't take off? Does this off? guy privately own a MIG? Yeah. That's tight. Yeah. And then I want to have MIG money. That's and then he went out rich. on the runway. <laughs> you show an old Russian Lambos. Yeah. No, but you know what weirds me out the most? And it's not because oh. I also watched a cargo jet take off and go through their checklist. And that one weirded me out Mike, the most. you need a television it was set. a Lusitania Does cargo. And it was the German pilot and the very attractive co-pilot. <laughs> and I'm like, how does he fucking fly with her? <laughs> how good would it be? All I would do is flirt with yeah. her the whole flight. That's why I, you're not a pilot. That's or a lot of other things. <laughs> but it was, I was like, I don't want this super hot German blonde chick mm-hmm. sitting next to me who's super cute. And, mm. and, and, but their checklist is the same kind of thing. And then, and then a, they want to load one more pallet on their plane. He has to call the tower to get permission and tell them how much the, the pallet weighs, which was like another Ton. like 600,000 pounds. Not even kidding you. Yeah. And, he, and they needed to run the math um, to make sure he had enough fuel. And the girl gets back to him almost immediately. Okay, I did the math. You should be fine. But she forgot to carry the wine and they're fucked. Yeah, it's not good. But it was carrying, I think they said, like 280 tons of cargo. And then they take off and they're just like, blah, 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 blah. They're just constantly checking settings. And I was like, what if your car was like that? Well, all I can think about is your miniature American Airlines plane coming out of that hot hangar. And they're just like, what the fuck? Nothing is working. Let it cool down 15 minutes. It might work then. Yeah, that kind of might have been. They were saying that the uh, the interior was so hot they didn't want to put us on a hot plane. But uh, I think it had something to do with the the instrument panel. and They're uh, probably chasing all the snakes and rats out of it. So... I'm just. I love the fact that there's no signage on it at all, though. It's yeah. pure white. Yep. <laughs> what were you saying, Tote? I just want to say that you said the Lambos thing, and I, I really, I really like the idea of this new wave of rappers getting really into owning Mix. old military pride. <laughs> That's pretty good. <laughs> Fighter jets. <laughs> That's and pretty like, good. Fuck Lambos. They're just rolling down the street <laughs> in a MIG. Well, that, that's the thing that made me most uncomfortable about the entire video was. It wasn't the checklist and the guy sitting in the cockpit going the, uh, over a lit. No, it was the, the drive the out to the runway. Seems like it's like a half a mile. That's what it feels like every time I'm taxiing yeah, in LAX. I, I, the guy's just making left, rights, going down here. Then he makes a right. And, he's and you always hear some on the asshole runway. on the plane who's like, what are we, oh, driving there? And then get a couple <laughs> chuckles. I'm yeah, shut up. Yeah, they should kick him out and put him in an Uber and go, yeah, drive there. So I get on the plane. Yeah. Sitting in uh, seat 12A, which mm-hmm. is the very, very back of the plane, which sucks because there's no, like, no reclining. And I'm right next to the bathroom. Yeah. And 12B I'm is the toilet. 12B is my partner, <laughs> uh, my, my co- co-pilot in this backseat area. Jesus. Uh, and the bathroom is right next to him. because there's, So there's no one next to us. It's the bathroom. Okay. It's where the other two seats would be on the other side of the aisle, but it's, a, it's the bathroom. And I, I don't know how to describe Did this you guy. Shitty seats. <laughs> I don't know how to describe him. He was like a probably mid-60s. Like what you'd expect, like uh, like your math teacher in high school to look like, maybe okay. uh, like a white guy, gray I wasn't hair. Paying much attention to math, but I'll just trust you. Maybe like thing. a like a weird PE coach or something. Okay. Am I painting a picture here, guys? Like what? you could tell he's foreign just by his look, but he's mm. he's and he's not old and like frail. He's like still like pretty like wiry and like intense, kind of. You know okay. what I mean? Yeah. One of those guys. Yeah. Okay. Oh, you mean like one of these book reading people? No. 
Okay. He was listening to his headphones and smiling, and when I had to first to, um, uh, get his attention and, and have him do something for me, okay. uh, he was just kind of smiling, half smiling, listening to his headphones. Don't know what it was on there. So, right? Oh God damn it! I was definitely our show. God, you were going to look over and see the effort. No, that'd be a, a great story. But this story's not bad. I'm telling you. So it was the film vault. Man. He, we're we're starting to now like get pulled away from the gate. After all this chaos of getting on this fucking plane, right? And we're finally starting to move. And it's one of the greatest feelings. It yeah. really is one yeah. of the greatest feelings in life. Sure. When the There's plane a, finally a gets pulled back. A little bit of back. a chasm between orgasm and that. But I yeah. don't know. When okay. you're sitting there in that hot airport and you say travel is so hellish and you just want to get home and it finally starts to pull back, you feel the plane finally it, it in feels motion. Ba- it feels good when it's too late to turn back, like when you're doing 250 down the run or however fast you're going down the just runway. Just doing moving. When and you know there's no way the guy's going to hit the brakes and just go, So we're moving. delay. We're moving, and yeah. he decides, uh, my, my math teacher guy decides it's time to use the bathroom real quick. Yeah. I'm thinking, yeah. dude, come on. It, yep. You're going to get the fucking do the flight math. attendants all upset you're now. Still, you're still like at an angle? You're like a 45 still? No, we're just be pulling back from the gate. Oh, But still, we're, we're in motion. You're yeah, not supposed yeah. to be in motion. There had to be a Sir? time where they let you Sir? do whatever you wanted, and they did not Sir? have rules like that. No one it, gave him shit because it was just such a long day and there yeah. was such a crazy like. I imagine in the seventies though, flight. people who were frequent flyer be, folks probably were like, uh, "My thing is I pee while we're taking off. It's the best." Yeah, I'm sure. You know what? Why do they switch to make us a smaller, smaller plane? I wonder if it's because it was undersold because they only got rid of thirteen people. I bet that was undersold. Oh, They're like, you know what? Let's it's cheaper to buy off people than to fly. Maybe, yeah, motherfuckers. Spend another. Another thirty grand on fuel yeah. probably was because all these flights that I've taken, I've only been on one flight, and that was the one to Phoenix that wasn't sold out. Every single other flight I've been maybe on, maybe it was that Lusitania pilot and his hot co-pilot, and he's like, "I need to be alone on this flight," and they're like, "Everyone off." That could very well be it, Michael. It, <laughs> that I, might be it. I would get the here. hangar plane. I'm banging. <laughs> here's here's what I'm saying, and I don't want to sound like such a disgusting pig, but I'm she saying was very attractive with the boat, be, the be boat video that I watched, and the airline video. Mm. Mike's very cargo traveling with beautiful women. I was like, just just reminded me of the frustrations of going to somewhere like Disneyland in high school with three guys and one girl, and it was a it was just like, why is she here? Why why wouldn't she be? Because there? everyone has a cr- when it's the lone girl, mm. every guy is going to want to flirt with you and try to be the funniest one well, and that's it just why she's there. a tense atmosphere yeah. she's there because she's getting all the attention i don't know if i've ever been in that situation where there's one girl or if i was i didn't even notice because i was looking for other girls I, hell yeah you know what i'm saying yeah, I, I you're know. not looking for I've other girls Mike's, when I've you're piloting a, a cargo plane it's true around the world or when you're on a why boat in the middle of the ocean with your buddy and your hot girlfriend air mermaids what does that mean? Like when you're at sea a lot, and like you, you know, you're horny, and you, you see like a seal, and you think yeah. it like has boobs. You're like, it's a mermaid. Oh, like That's a bird. Like a but like guys that are flying all mermaid? the time. Yeah, all those times that I see seals, and I'm like, are those That's where boobs? it came from. That's where mermaids came from. Are those <laughs> seals have boobs. Old crotchety like sailors, like uh, who haven't been to uh, on land for a long time. And oh, they see like the silhouette of two seals sitting off on an yeah, iceberg, like, and they, they think like they were humps. boobs. Yeah, lady humps. Yeah. But like the equivalent to that, like a, a pilot who just like flies for FedEx or something, and he's constantly in the air and he's by himself, and he's like yep. sees there, sees a there cloud. Should be a, sees there a cloud. should be an air mermaid, is what I'm saying. There should be something equivalent to that, like a hot, like a hot hawk winged girl. Yeah, I don't know why this hasn't ever come into a popular. Culture. Well, partially because it would you be, you're going too fast to enjoy it. Maybe what also because we've only been flying for the last like 60 years, and we're smart. <laughs> in those 60 years, we also know that. <laughs> <laughs> that we you need to stay awake. Not sixty years, whatever. Sea 80, 100 years, 
100 years. But they put an yeah. emphasis on pilots staying awake where ship captains were probably just hammered and drunk, on rum. Yeah, drunk yeah. and like, really tired. And dumb. All right, so yeah. uh, math teacher gets up and he decides to go to the bathroom and it, it's without incident. He, and I thought for sure they were going to give him shit. And did, he, did, you, did he yell when he sat down on the hot metal toilet seat? <laughs> no. <laughs> Comes back, sits down. And they now metal toilets. we're going like 100 like on this plane. We're starting to go down the runway, right? Yeah. And we're going like 100, 150. And then uh, we're starting to like, you know, get the, the nose off the ground. Mm-hmm. And the fucking bathroom door opens. And his pants are at his ankles and he rolls down the hall. He's already come back. He's sitting next to me now. Okay. <laughs> and over end doing somersaults all the way down. So the door opens and it's one of those like little weird 70s, you know, like, you know, the bathroom yeah. doors. and they, But there's two, uh, two panels. Yeah, so like it, it, V's, it, it, like V's. So yeah, they yeah. can open. It, accordions. Yeah, I so like I had that. no idea what this man was about. Okay. He's a very odd fella. He's listening to his headphones with a slight smile on his face. And I'm thinking, do I let him know? Because I, I don't want to reach across him and try and close this thing. But then I <laughs> I had the, the horrific uh, uh, um, momentary realization that what if there's some turbulence soon after we take off and like some of that water splashes onto us? Because it could happen. It's close. Okay. Like the toilet's real close to us. Okay. We're in a moving vehicle, very fast and small. I don't want toilet water on me. Nope. So I say, oh, fuck it. I'm going to tap this guy. You are a liberal elite. I'm going to tap this guy. Yeah, spoiled. And I'm going to say, hey, can you close that for me? So I tap him. And I say, hey. And he's all like startled. He's looking around. I say, uh, the door. And, and he goes and he looks at me and he gives me a nod and he closes it. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't quite close. It kind of opens again. So then he gives it a close with such force. I had no idea a man that age was that strong. Mm-hmm. It smashes very loudly, and like everyone in like the back, like eight rows, like gets startled. Pretty much the entire Did plane gets startled. Yes. Oh. The third time that he tried to do this, like just just panic smash, <laughs> and it and it came off its runner, and it was just fucked. It was like now falling on us. <laughs> it's off the runner, uh. and it's falling, and so he's holding it up, and then he smashes it again, and then it kind of gets wedged in there. And I can't see flight attendants anywhere. Right? They're at the t- front of the plane. Yeah, I they're guess they're like they're they're buckled in. It's a flight they, attendants. They took the six hundred bucks and split. But I'm like, I bet, <laughs> I bet they're they might have. I bet they're watching this old crazy fucker. And uh, I wonder what's going to happen. And then I'm thinking, oh, this is going to get real interesting because people are probably going to have to use the bathroom at some point. I'm sitting right here. There's no door now. You're what are you going to do? You're going to see some PNV. I'm, yeah. I might see some stuff I don't need to see. This yeah. is going to get it. I like the idea of somebody going to use the bathroom and the door falling off and then you and the old guy pointing at them and going, they broke it. Hold on. Uh-oh. So I guess luckily for everyone involved, it was only a 90-minute flight. Actually, a little bit less than that. They really stepped on the gas. Yeah. I think we got home in like 55 minutes. Florida. We're in the air for 55 minutes. Yeah. Uh, that happens to me every once in a while. It just... It, 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 angers me to my core when they just speed it up because i'm like why doesn't everybody floor it every time yeah, every true. time put this jet on max flight attendant comes back shortly after we like uh, we haven't even leveled off yet and she comes so she's obviously saw everything and mm-hmm. she's trying to get it back on its runner and she's pissed and she's just like huffing and puffing and mm-hmm. he's kind of like looking at her like nervously and then like looking back straight and he kind of looks at me like he's hoping that i'm gonna be on the side or something i'm making no eye contact <laughs> just watching all this out of the corner of my eye and so then she goes and she almost like doesn't cuss but you can tell she's pissed she leaves 45 minutes later we're getting close the, to our the guy destination. With a big mustache in a toolbox <laughs> comes down the aisle <laughs> He disappears out of nowhere. This is a tiny little place. A sweaty man an older, overalls. older woman who looked not unlike an orangutan comes oh. wandering down. Oh boy, she's like an Italian woman with like, uh, like really like peachy, yeah, yeah, yeah. orangey skin. Yeah, yeah, 
And she looked, I, I just, I, as soon as I looked at her, I'm like, that's an orangutan yeah. woman. Right? Yeah. And I'm thinking, yeah. oh, fuck, she's going to try and use the bathroom. Mm-hmm. And so she goes, and you know she's going to She steps ass. in, <laughs> she, she starts to close it, and it falls. On top. Oh. <laughs> so she's, then she pushes it back out, and then it falls on top of the old guy who's already kind of watching on the corner the of his eye. The door, like, fully falls out. It falls out. completely out. It's completely off wow. its runner. Like, a, like, a scre- like the screen of a screen door has just dropped yes, out on yeah, you. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I know what she's thinking, which is, I wouldn't have gone unless I had to. Right. Because I would have just waited till we landed, but I have to pee so bad So right she's now. trying to get it to work, and she finally just gives up, and she's, like, doing the shrug shoulder thing. Like, ah, and I'm like, yeah, ring a tingly. I don't know Did either. she just sit down and pee? She didn't. She just went back to her seat. We were okay. like 15 minutes from the ground, probably. And I was expecting Mike to make a joke like 30 seconds from the ground if you went straight down. Something like that. No. Mm. No. 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 Being respectful. I didn't, I didn't say. Actually, I didn't say. Okay. So this guy, he slammed the door really hard. Can't believe you'd bring that up the week of 9 11. Every. Up. Me neither. Everything the man did was with immense force. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And I don't know, I've never seen this in any, maybe a small child. I've never seen it in, in anyone like over 15. He has no think. concept of his like his his strength. His little tray would come down. He When he took his tray down, smash it down. The guy in front <laughs> of him, like you could see his head snap. <laughs> when he put the tray back up, smashed it, right? When he, he ate the little fucking non-peanut pretzels that they gave us. Yeah. And when he was done with the pretzels, the entire plane knew because he did this. He went... <laughs> and it was the weirdest thing. I think it's, like, I think it's a disease <laughs> it called like... From I'm not even kidding here, but I, I am kidding. But I, I think I heard something. There was something called like Hulkatonia or something like that, <laughs> where people do things with way too much force. Way too much for- force. This guy was Hulkatonian in, in like, the entire flight. Thank God it was only like 55 minutes or whatever. So now. Please tell me you followed this man through the airport to see what his fucking deal was. Hold on. Oh, his wife's wearing like a hockey helmet and <laughs> shoulder pads. <laughs> Hi, honey. <laughs> so a orangutan lady now she she's back up in a seat. car that's got those door closing things like when in office buildings, they keep you from slamming the door on yeah, the yeah. car door. <laughs> door handles are quadruple bolted on. Imagine, Shoelaces are ropes. Imagine like sleeping his next to this guy. His toothbrush is metal. It's just... It's just a, I got one of those wire brushes. Yeah. So we're getting off the plane. I am yeah. the last person to get off the plane. He is the second to last person to get off the plane. I get to hear this as we're exiting. You know, you walk up and I thank you for coming. And on the, with the small plane, you get mm-hmm. the uh, pilot out there too. Yeah. Like they don't bother to come out of the big planes anymore. Yeah, sometimes they do. So he's internationals, and uh, I get to confirm that yes, he is indeed uh, a foreigner or, or okay. from a different land that is not the United States because. I hear his thick accent as he says this to the flight attendant, who's the one trying to fix it. Fix your fucking plane. Yes, essentially. He's <laughs> like, you need to fix the door. It's very dangerous. It could very, it could hurt me. You need to fix the door. And she's like looking at me, looking past him, and just like shaking her head like, <laughs> what are you doing? Guy? And I was just like looking at her going, yeah. And then he stumbles d- down the, uh, the the little walkway and... Uh, she goes, can you believe that? He, he's the one who broke it. And he's he's telling me to fix it? He said, She said this to you? Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, I don't know what the deal is with that guy. It was, <laughs> and, uh, and by the way, as an added bonus, I told him to close it. <laughs> oh, yeah. uh, well, I, it should have been closed. <laughs> I know. But just normally. Right. I think you're right. So I'm walking through the airport, and uh, thank God I don't have to go do baggage claim. Thanks to Mike, you took you out of my bag, oh, yeah, your good, bag so, which good. is great, so I don't have to deal with that. And I'm going straight to uh, my little shuttle that will take me straight to the car. And the shuttle, a uh, little shuttle stop. Completely empty. Nobody there mm-hmm. except for Hulkamania guy. Yep. <laughs> He's the only <laughs> one the sitting over. there. <laughs> so I had to sit there in silence, and I could tell like he was kind of like looking over at me, and I didn't want to have a conversation with this guy at all. So I just stared straight. So was he Russian? Phone. 
Or was it just a foreign accent? It, I would have guessed like Hungarian. Definitely, yeah, definitely okay. Eastern Bloc. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Something. He's but, from one of those gray countries. <laughs> how yeah, do you, yeah. How do you it's just gray and olive green in every fu- movie? Foreign life without... Without like, some uh, probably because people stay the, the fuck out of his way, and he wasn't a big dude. He was, you know, maybe five ten, five nine. Those are the ones you got to watch out for, man. He probably wasn't a math teacher. He probably. Was I like, feel like <laughs> I feel like there's an inverse. There's a, <laughs> the shorter a like foreign man is, like the stronger. stronger. He is. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. If he's really short, he can lift those huge weights yeah. like on <laughs> wide world of sports <laughs> that look like joke, like cartoon weights. Um. I, uh, I'm sorry to do this one again. I'm so sorry. What co-pilot there was, was a third, Oh, my God. There was a third God. series of YouTube videos <laughs> I was watching, and one this was... This is when people don't believe that the show one, isn't planned, because this is like... <laughs> one was the United Emirates first-class uh, apartment. I, I forgot what it's called, but it's... it's I've a, seen it. It's a level of first-class <laughs> where you, got, you get your own apartment right. at the airport, in the airport... Oh. To take a shower, and they bring you lobster tails and champagne in the shower while you're waiting for the plane. Right, and then you get on the plane, and you have like a private room yeah. on the regular plane with a bedroom that's separate, really small, and then a shower. And before you take a shower, the super hot stewardess comes in and <laughs> does everything for you. It's a full shower in your pod mm-hmm. on the plane, and the dude did it as like a reporter. And the the cost of it was only three thousand bucks. What? What? I I'll send you a link. That but sounds did absolutely worth three thousand dollars. Right? He did the what's that? It's probably a round trip to Phoenix from L.A. It was like an hour each. It was like a two hour flight. Mm, he did yeah. it like to report that's, that's on not it. Not worth it because I remember uh, reading about a guy that like had, he was like doing all his miles and uh, just traveling every single day to collect miles, and he got up to that level where like he was taking free flights that involved a little apartment on yeah. the plane. Which I have never seen something like that. The closest I've seen it is in Crazy Rich Asians, and uh, that's where she finds out that her boyfriend's rich is because they have like a little private room on the plane. I've never but there's seen, not a separate bath, never, bedroom. Tara got to say in one of the pods when she went to Rome that's like weird-shaped, but the yeah. seat folds into a bed, yeah. and they yeah, give yeah. you a blanket, and they close the door I so saw you have that privacy. On, on Air France when I went to Paris. But this was a whole other level of you have a private, you have a right. seating area with two seats and the TV in front of you. Yeah. And then there's a door, and that goes into a bedroom. I think it's created for like super rich white racist fucks, so they can just sit in there and be racist, racist? On, the, on the plane, and no one can hear them. It I seems like what it's if for. you could afford that all the time, you would <laughs> just go with uh, the private, like the net jet or something. <laughs> Only reason why I said that is, but there's no beds on private jets, so we have a listener that's no longer with us anymore. Um, even though yeah. I'd be shocked if he wasn't. No, he's with us. He d- he's not not. He's with not us. dead, yeah. but he's no longer with the show. And he sent uh, parting words, an email that's very long. And uh, should I read it? It starts out the way his other three emails that he sent me over the last two years have started with, uh, which Compliments? is yeah, like hey, huge supporter. Uh, yeah. Listen to everything you do. Really like you. The first one, and he named specifics, which is weird. The first one he sent me was. January 21st, 2017, and it's just titled, You're Starting to Lose Me. And uh, he just goes on to, to essentially be upset that I am uh, always shitting on white people and I, I'm angry about uh, rich white fucks. And, okay. Uh, 
that's that's kind of my my thing. And well, I'd uh, say arguably, rich white fucks have done some pretty awful things yeah, over recent. He, uh, over obviously, the last he doesn't listen to my podcast because I've done that a million times. <laughs> His next email came just a short uh, two weeks later, February 9th. Mm. Uh, I responded to that one, and uh, essentially the first one about me saying rich white fucks. Uh, it was about three paragraphs of him just trying to change my my tone, mm-hmm. right? And uh, this guy's name is Evan Moore, by the way, and previous uh, listener, a former listener of the After Disaster and everything else uh, I'm involved in. Uh, and so I can't. Let his, that be a lesson. His, you stop listening to our show. Anderson will say your full name. <laughs> so he, he uh, <laughs> all if, of a sudden was, we have 10,000 emails. <laughs> There's no longer listening. I'm sure there's plenty of Evan Moore's out Steve there. Steve Williams. That's so like, yeah, if it was Steve Williams, I would have said it too. Like if it was like Nantucket shenanigans, I would have oh, said Oh, Nantucket shenanigans. That's a great name. <laughs> Not bad. Uh, hey, nice to meet you. Nantucket shenanigans here. So my response to him about. Is that your about real name? My rich white fox. Oh, what do you say, sir? Was I just said my well because he said that every show you are complaining about uh, white people and it's it's getting very old and I'm like uh, my biggest problem there is that I'm repeating myself I say this yeah. on every show yeah. I don't like that yeah. it's not really getting that old <laughs> then a couple weeks later he sends me a second of three emails and this one uh, well, P C Anderson and oh, uh, I remember these emails too because they they kind of stand out I sort of feel better now knowing all this stuff came to you and I'm not involved a sea of the uh, I, I get you know a number look at how long this this next one was oh boy and essentially he's suggesting that I am uh, very P C and me thinking that I'm not PC is I'm not self-aware. Mm-hmm. I'm exceptionally uh, politically correct. And uh, he, he's very disappointed in me because he thought that I was anti-establishment. And uh, it hurts him that uh, somebody who th- he thought that he saw eye to eye with is, is not. And uh, all the while, like very long in an email. And I like how it's your fault that you're not living up to what he thought you were. Right. Uh, it's your f- he's it's a your Patreon. problem. He's a Patreon subscriber too of this program, at least. Maybe the Film Vault as well. Um, Was. But here's and Was. I and I try not to like engage too much because I don't like to type. I, you know, I, I email <laughs> back and forth. Yeah, I don't like to engage. Actually, I wrote quite I'm, a bit there. I feel like I'm losing yeah, my voice. I wrote yeah. quite a bit there. Yeah. Essentially, I just said, look, I don't like to, uh, you know, say things that hurt mar- or, or, or call out marginalized, uh, you know, populations. And I, and I, you're not the one who has to read the emails that I read from listeners. If I do say something ignorant or stupid that hurts them, and I don't like to hurt anybody, so fuck you. Uh, I didn't say fuck you, but here's the thing: he thought I was uh, anti-establishment. Guess what the establishment is there, Evan Moore? It's the fucking rich white fuck that I've been bitching yeah, about yeah. and complaining about. That's the patriarch that we've all been uh, accustomed to seeing. Um, so his most recent, um, <laughs> his most recent one, which I immediately forwarded to you guys, uh, is just titled "Parting Thoughts." So this has been since last year. As I got excited I when I saw the, the the subject of this email. I was like, "Oh yeah, this is gonna be good." Should you read it today? It's kind of long. I can read it fast. Yeah, go ahead, read it. All right. <clears throat> so this is from this is from a day ago from a former listener, Evan Moore. Good morning, sir. I hope this day finds you well. I'm writing to regretly inform you that I will no longer be listening to the after disaster. This decision has not come easily. I've been a loyal listener for over five years and it's brought me much enjoyment. I look back fondly on some of the greatest laughs you and your fellow podcasters give me. Yeah, you don't have to like cite all the them. firefighters like is great yeah. and dressing up as Halloween with the sadly. victim. Blah 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 blah. <clears throat> so yeah, we're no sadly, longer do that. Your podcast has pivoted away from this type of comedic content and been replaced with a more cynical rhetoric. It seems all you gentlemen can find to talk about these days is your displeasure with the current leadership of the country <laughs> and direction he is trying to take us. <laughs> trying to take us. I understand that your politics That's are... That's the most <laughs> offensive part to me. I, wait. I understand that your politics are not in line with those of the administration. 
but I grow increasingly weary of having to hear about it ad nauseum. Mm -hmm. I would caution you to consider that I'm not the only one who shares this opinion, and you may be doing a disservice to your listeners by continuing in this direction. Mm. If you feel so compelled to discuss your politics on a public forum, I might suggest you create a new outlet for that and leave the AD to what it once was, a comedy podcast that doesn't alienate half of its listenership. Best of luck to you, Tyler and Mike. Sincerely. All right. Got a lot of fucking issues with that email. Well, my first issue is the most obvious, which is we rarely talk rarely. about it. Rarely. And we, we, when rarely. we do talk about it. Obviously, much more in the last two years than we ever had before. Because guess what? Wait, this fucking I'll, sh- I'll say 100% more <laughs> yeah, than yeah, we, yeah. I don't think we ever mentioned. Because politics anything. are a snooze fest, and there's really yeah, not a whole lot to talk about there. Fest, we did, I don't think, we knew, intellectual I don't think we knew what the Senate informed. was like three years ago. And <laughs> now I can tell you every senator who donates to him, who his lawyer is. It's <laughs> a valid point. What companies? Donate to their party. Bills they passed when they were city council members in 1968. Who they fucked and cheated on their wife. Listen here, at all now. Uh, First of all, you're grandiose. Obviously, you are a Trumpy because he loves to fucking go over the top with just ridiculous hyperbole. To suggest that that's all we talk about is just fucking absurd. I can guarantee you that there is more ums, haws, and ahs than Trump talk than Trump talk in every single episode. I can absolutely guarantee it. We can prove it. We can prove it because thanks to Daniel. We can play a three and a half minute recording of us just breathing, basically. Uh, Also, your emails, whether you realize it or not, because you're fucking not self-aware, obviously. I don't know if you're edging on on white supremacy or if you're just full fucking blowing. But I mean, it's kind of the tone that you're going with. And for you to be trying to sway us and sway me in particular to try and change my ways and make me like reflect on the way that I'm being and I'm being too PC and I should I really get behind the white man like that's fucking christianity uh yeah. talking and, and 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 you're fine with all the christianity shit that we do like we're constantly yeah. shitting on on various religions and guess what primarily I love, christianity I love i've sh- never gotten one email from a jesus lover saying hey ease up on jesus never once i love shitting on white people because it's so easy and just we're to allowed go, to people shit on white people just to go like eh, whatever <laughs> ah, what are you gonna I'm do? white you know i mean if you're if you're to the point where like you're you're upset because a couple chuckleheads are like just talking some shit about white people, yeah, that you're gonna send an email like, dude, yeah. also what the f- and imagine, he's a smart guy. You can tell he's a smart guy. Imagine yeah, listening obviously. to this show for as many years as he clearly has, and and not understanding that this show is a we don't prepare shit. B it's just us talking about whatever the fuck we want to talk about that it happens to be in our life. Sometimes it's funny. A lot of times we try to See, be funny. We're it's, wrong a lot. We are wrong. Like. To say, why don't you get back to the comedy? Like this whole show is just us talking about we whatever were, our life is, whatever is would, bothering us. Exactly. Like he would be on to something if this was like a sketch show, or like you know we just did nothing right. but bits, and like we we were getting away from like the clowns kicking pregnant women in the stomach bits, and we were moving more. If to Phil like stopped reviewing movies and all you did was talk politics right. for thirty five minutes. This show, episode. and I, I got a great uh, uh, email from a listener about a year ago or maybe more, where we were really taking a lot of heat, and he he said. He said, Anderson, your show is about anything and everything that's going on in the world. Of course, politics are going to come into it. We just got to fucking stop. I talk about hockey on the yeah. show. I, yeah. I talk about everything. I talk about YouTube videos. And we also, we admit that How hard our viewpoints on lots of things next to an attractive woman. are ill-informed <laughs> and ignorant. Like, we're not out here telling you that everything we know is right. We're just telling you what the fuck we, what we're experiencing. That's the problem with certain people in politics on both sides. Oh, that was another thing. It's good people. His, yeah, his his that the, the we second are alienating email. half half yeah. 
of our audience. The- Dear sir, <laughs> I do submit for your consideration <laughs> that I would fail uh-huh. to put any stock in the fact that no. half of our listenership of well over 20 people <laughs> is aligned with the current leadership of this country. It's true. Yeah, I would find that hard to believe. I'd find it hard hard to believe. Because I think we'd have a lot more of these emails. Yeah, and, and not only that. Oh, no. I, I understand. Now we are going to have a few. Ah, oh, oh, great. <laughs> tie, tie. But I understand at this point now, years, uh, a year and a half in, two years in, I, I totally get, which I didn't at first, people voting for Trump. Mm-hmm. I don't get at this point them still supporting him. <laughs> like, I really can't understand well, that. And I also believe no one handled the hurricane there's people that I like me. in the world, and a lot of them are musicians, comedians, mm-hmm. artists. And as far as I can tell, the vast majority, I can't even put a percentage on it, but I'll say 90% artists of those people tend to be are very much against Trump. And I don't care what business people think, and I don't care what mm-hmm. wannabe stockbrokers think, and I don't care what selfish fucks that just are looking out for themselves think. I care about people that make things and do things. I would just it, it, being if you're still an ardent Trump supporter at this point, and you watch nothing but a certain uh, Fox yeah. news station, and you really believe that like 19 people die in Puerto Rico, yeah. then you have a really fucked life ahead of you because yeah. a couple years from now, yeah. Orange Head's out of the fucking White House, and you're just gonna be running for yeah. the hills because everyone else find, is against you. You're gonna have to you're find setting a TV yourself evangelist up. To to suck he's probably going he's he was talking about if he didn't win the election which he didn't think he was going to he was going to set something up to compete with fox news because he's a he's a faction of fox news yeah. and i think that yeah. he could splinter off and have his own but of course he, he you can. guys are setting he's, yourselves he's a narcissistic up for pathological you liar ever well we're not we're not looking to but well he is though. people who are still I, I mean, ardently blindly following trump this. you're going to be completely well i'll tell you who's not blindly island. following him is the people in the trump tower because he had all the braille removed. Because he said there won't be any blind fuckers in this building. He didn't say that. That news came out today. It was either today fuckers. or yesterday. That's not, that's not even shocking. Everything he says is just horrible. But at some like a couple it's times. It's turning funny. A now. few times. Exactly. A few times I'm like, funny. is he being like that guy that jacked up the price on AIDS medication? Yeah. Like, is he trying to be a supervillain? Because oh, if that's what he's doing yeah. for <laughs> like something. You could almost respect it. Yeah. yeah. It's, he's yeah. just doing like one of the most, the biggest world pranks in the history of, of pranks. It's pretty funny then if that's what and, he's doing. And. But, you know, when he fucks with things that I really care about as yeah. a white man, uh, you know. The <laughs> <laughs> but no, Like he, my supremacy. When, like he's, my <laughs> when, he's, when he's fucking with the, uh, with the environment yeah. and like Jillian was saying that like, it's, it's legal now to shoot hibernating bears. I don't know if that's true. <laughs> that's what I heard. Now, you can't shoot them, but you can throw grenades into their den. Well, you know what? <laughs> you I, I don't rocks. think I'm overstating it when I say it's, it's pretty evident that Donald Trump cares about Donald Trump only oh yeah everybody knows that. And, and so it doesn't anything that can make him a buck he's, he's and this poor. evan and there are others like him and there very well may be others like him that are listening to this program like this that are very turned off and very upset right now but guys if you really think that you're anti-establishment and you are so because you're following trump and he's anti-establishment that man was you, built you on the establishment so wrong built on the establishment he wants to be ho- the he wants to be hollywood so bad it's killing him mm. Well, he wants to have famous friends and have everyone recognize him so that's bad. That's why in Charlottesville, destroying he him. couldn't say that the, the one side was completely yeah. wrong because he knew he had a lot of supporters. And yeah. he's so in love with anyone who loves him that he can't be say anything yeah. bad about them. It must be horrible to be him. And I mean this very seriously, and I'm not trying to make an easy, cheap insult. Um, because 
I know what it's like to not like yourself. And he clearly doesn't like himself so much that he's overcompensating as a narcissist will do. And I'm kind of a narcissist. But you, it must kill him inside to know that the only people that like sycophant worship him are... I don't he, think he lets himself think about that. No, I, I think he looks at the people that love him and he's, he's just filled with... Like, you know the hardest part is, about Trump? If they love me, they are the worst people, and they're the only ones that love me, so I have to stick with them. And he's got to be stone It's got to be painful Sober inside. with these thoughts, too. Yeah. He, he can't drink them away like yeah. a lot of presidents yeah. of young, you know, yesteryear would have done because he's completely clean and sober. Yeah. Like, like, he, he, like, he needs a drink, that guy. Yeah, he does need a drink. <laughs> yeah, he's a long drink off a short pier. Yeah. <laughs> I'd like to see him drunk, actually. That would be pretty funny. It's it's it is a bit alarming that uh, people continue to. Believe, I, I don't want to get into it. No, I, I'll say I'm going to say this, and it. I know this is. I, I didn't want to get into this either, and I don't want to discuss it. And I, but my anger about this whole thing is starting to go away because I'm trying to encompass this new life is bullshit, life is chaos, mm-hmm. the the death thing. You know, this is all a big fucking joke. Why are we taking anything too seriously? We should Let's just slide on it. However, we should not take anything if somebody serious. sent us an email and said, I'm sick and serious. tired of you bad-mouthing the clan. you know, this used to be a funny show, and I'm in the clan, and, and you don't know, you're going to lose half your clan listenership, <laughs> I'd be like, fuck you. Trump and, if somebody, and Trump is not far off from that. He is like a dumb Hitler. He's like a stupider Hitler. His, <laughs> what he wants, he's, he, all he cares about is himself. And if you're a Trump supporter at this point, he would shit in your mouth for a fucking oh. dollar. Mm-hmm. And and that's the fact. He doesn't give a fuck about you. I think I, I I will caution against directly comparing him to Hitler because I think that cheapens both the hor- horrific shit that he did and also makes you have a point. But he is like a he's, dumb Hitler. He's, he's, he's like a he's, dumb. He wants to be Hitler, but he's, he's too an, dumb. He's an authoritarian. He's an authoritarian. He wants to be in all power. But my point is, if you're so in, if you if you were to tell us like I'm an, I'm not going to listen because you guys sit here and badmouth the clan. This is sort of on par with that. Like, I'm not going to have you... Because he's done nothing but proven he's a rotten, indecent human being. But and the economy, there's, there's even nothing, though the deficit is $300 trillion. There's nothing dollars. you can point to that's redeeming for him. And and at some point, you have to have the courage to, take a, to have a fucking opinion. You can't just sit here and go, I'm going to remain neutral because well, I don't want to... Oh, to the other side of that is that guy has an opinion and he let us know it. So. Yeah, you got a point. And he believes it, and there are good people out there. I'm sure there's good people out there that are still following Trump, and they have their reasons. I'm, I, I'm sure of it. There's just there's way too many Americans left, too many people left that still follow him that aren't all fucking evil, white supremacists. It's, it's too easy to look at it I black don't and think, white. I don't think they're evil. I don't think they're evil. But I think you can't just sit back and go... But no, they choose you know, to believe undying support him for over person. all the media outlets, and they choose to believe that it is a giant conspiracy, and that uh, they got somebody who's on their side in the White House who's against the system, and the system's fighting back. Yeah. That's what they believe. They believe like the swamp and all the status quo and all the establishment is saying, "Oh God, I know he's and rogue." I'm, and, and maybe we I'm, gotta, I'm over uh, way overstepping my intellectual bounds, but I, I also believe, like when people go, "Well, I believe something different than you believe." Like I believe we just have to make sure we don't do half of this podcast on trump because then, then he'll be right, be right. Yeah, exactly. yeah. but i mean 
I am taking it farther than I have the right to take it because I certainly don't know what I'm talking about. But I go, okay. And you're wearing New Balances. That's right. I, I'm ordering Nikes. <laughs> but um, I am, I swear to God. I don't want to order Nikes because I don't like people that use uh, spokespeople. Mm-hmm. That's why I never wore them in the past. I wore these because New Balance doesn't sponsor anybody, but now I'm wearing them just because it's going to be a point of contention. Mm. I There is a point where I have to go, you know, people go, you just don't like Republicans. I'm like, I am. First of all, I am a Republican. Second of all, I bet that's just on paper. But you know what? You're probably right. I don't like Republicans because you're right. I don't like this having faith in religion and this abortion should be illegal. Because why don't you mind your own fucking business? Well, that's some fucking well, that's old what a white, lot of Republicans actually. Ironically, that is the irony. A, yes. The Republicans want everyone to mind their own fi- fucking yeah. business. No, they, they don't. don't they, want, they want to they don't everyone's no, business. They don't want city folk like us and liberals making all the laws and telling them what to do because liberals are like way more government and Republicans want less government unless it's about flushing babies out of your womb. That's the irony. But let's not get all, And I understand Republican. I can understand. I, it's really easy to think that Republicans are just money grubbing and conservatives and then and, and God fearing and pious and all this and that. But I understand that if you live in a rural area or you live in a small town and you have community and you understand community and you, and you value community, unlike us city folks do, because we don't really have yeah, community. I'm envious out of here. that, by the way. I'm envious. And they don't like to see the community affected by outside forces. And I get that. Uh, yeah. I understand that. Also, a lot of Republicans are for business reasons because they want deregulation. Yeah. And, they and want I'll tell you have, something. If I lived in a small community bad. and I grew up there i, I swear to god of. this sounds insane i'm saying you can't but i would probably get along with everybody dwe- just uh, fine. rural dwellings true because and i would probably go to church because it would be the social thing to do every single week and that's where you'd find the chicks that's where the chicks are mm. but it's funny though you know it's we have got a bit of a shit storm with trump uh but we have not got uh, any shit from the uh from the christ yeah I, well, that's because I get all the emails, and they're like, "How can you? You need to kill them for what they're saying against our, our savior." Through the chest with a sharp cross. I have a, a large flock that I talk down every week. I say, "Don't worry, our vengeance will come." I have I had an idea for a, a short or a, uh, some kind of bit or something, uh, but I just don't have the money or means, and I don't want to get political. But it's just like somebody with a, a very smart, intellectual person with a bunch of facts and all the things that are happening, talking to a, a Trump supporter. Uh, and and the conversation just goes like this: like, um, how can you say that only um, he he says that only 19 people died in Puerto Rico when we have the stats right here? It's 2,800. Trump, um, sir, how can you allow uh, bears to be shot uh, while they're hi- hibernating? Grenades. This is this is what uh, Trump is allowing. Trump, like, he, like he, their answer is just always screaming Trump back. Yeah, well, I, I just want to make real that's, clear because I know short. this is going to be upsetting to people. That's it. That's that's it. I, I'm Trump. dumb. I'm dumb. But I want to make Trump. it crystal clear. I'm not being like you're a fucking idiot if you voted for trump i'm being that's what you say though no, that's how it at comes this off point that's how it comes now off. at this point now if you still support him i honestly fuck off you remember i said let's just give the guy a shot the worst thing that we can yeah, do is say did. fuck you fuck you, you fuck you but let's uh, see if at he's this presidential point now if you still support him i actually thought off. there was a chance that he might kind of slip into the role he might adapt he might attempt to be dude he was giving thumbs up at the 9-11 shit like come on bro is but it it's has still, been it's a presidential still, a day in his life we i, I Obviously, we've got to keep an eye on, on, on the, the power, uh, Western power, uh, which is Trump, the, the power, the leader of the free world. But we also got to keep an eye on what is going on with the people that want to keep that horse in that hospital. That's mm-hmm. maybe the bigger issue. Ultimately, by far, that's the bigger issue. We because doesn't it feel like somebody went, 
hey, guess what, everybody? Here's the racists. And you're like, oh, shit. I don't think it's that black and white either, though, because I do. I got friends that probably still support Trump. You know, hey, when I, you get to this I stage, have family members. Oh, uh, well, yeah, it's the worst. Do we want to get off? Let's this get off this. Okay. All right. We shouldn't even have done that. We probably lost half of our half of our least. Oh, here's the best part. If, if Evan really doesn't listen anymore and he doesn't hear any of this, but he still listens to the film vault. Uh, there's a political discussion on the film vault this week for the first time in years. <laughs> <laughs> we just did that whole conversation to see if Evan still listens. <laughs> so stupid. But, but just like I don't like to alienate any group of people, I don't want to alienate people who, who really are good people who still think that Trump is actually on to something. And, uh, you know, it might be too late because you're probably very angry at this point. But uh, I, I think there's a whole lot of factors that we can we'll, we'll never quite understand. And it has to do with family and and, and it almost feels like we're saying community. stop giving money to that TV preacher. And people a are like a little bit, a little bit. Yeah, like, we is. like, but we liked the show and it was funny. And we're like, stop giving money to the TV preacher. Yeah. He is like a and new then, style uh, evangelist. And I wonder what we are like into that other people can't understand. Hockey, baseball, <laughs> watching fucking co-pilots. Yeah, you're in all sorts of things that other people probably can't. Understand. No, but I mean that that other people think is horrible. Like, uh, oh well, I mean, irreversible. They think that we're. If you op- if you're op- opposite, uh, you know politically, you think that like we're like baby killing yeah. liberals yeah. who think that we should have open borders and let every you know yeah. have a everyone should get free money and I all think that kind I think I, I so don't want to be involved in the the abortion debate because I, I I think I don't really have a say in it for one I think, I think Bill Burr has the best take on it What is it He's just like he's like. He calls out the right for like restricting what people can do with their bodies, but he's also the left like needs to stop pretending like you're not killing babies. Yeah. He's like you're yeah. ki- like yeah. shut up, you are killing yeah. babies. Like we can't have an honest discussion. You're until killing something that's people, alive. He goes, I don't know when, like when it's like technically this or that, yeah. but he's like you're killing them. I I just think I uh, in my gut, and this is coming from a they're pretty not in your gut, dumb man. person. You can't have them. My in baby's the, in my gut. Yeah. They're all alive, and every day one comes out of my pee <laughs> hole, and Zach, I cry. Zach asked uh, Lauren this week one, if she one. grew in her tummy. <laughs> Zach, <laughs> which is like I was like, whoa, oh my god, she's Dude, magical. Was he stoned? Oh, at the time? I think so. No, but I I think my biggest problem with the whole thing is everybody, including me, big fucking hypocrite here. Stop worrying about other people's fucking shit and worry about your own goddamn life you yeah. fucking pushy motherfucking but you're talking assholes. about liberals now no but i'm talking about both i'm talking about everybody <laughs> in general everybody wants to tell you what to do everyone wants to give you advice everyone's got the thing it just fuck off can i get my mind my, your own fucking life and let other let well, women decide what happens with their bodies let them vote liber- on their libertarian bodies email saying no like, but i'm saying I, I i honest to god every time someone wants to push their fucking agenda i'm like fuck off my Go take fuck on yourself. Mind abortion your own fucking business. has always been pro-choice. I yeah. just wish and hope that more people will make the right choice. You know what I mean? Wear a condom? No, just don't abort or wear a condom or plan B it. Use a little plan B there. Yeah, how about men get to decide on Careful. where the new golf club store goes and women get to choose on, on abortion? <laughs> we should like... Yeah. Okay. Uh, I'm not gonna. Okay. <laughs> I 
Yeah, I don't want to do that. Okay. <laughs> let's uh, let's, like get, just, why, let's get to like, Why are men voting on abortion? Speaking Shouldn't of, women, the ones who have to nurture it and uh, carry it, be the ones that decide if it's murder or not? And then, because what if right wing women make make it illegal? Then we'd go, okay, that's fair at least. Well, for them, what if they made it illegal for them? Yeah, but if women voted on a women's issue like that solely, I haven't thought this through. Obviously, forget you it. Haven't. Feels like you're Let's get back to fucking YouTube speaking, video talk. Speaking of babies, this email for advice is called "Name My Kid?" Question mark. Oh, I was hoping okay. that it was that person had the abortion after. I need an idea you. for middle name. My wife is due in November, and I get the middle naming rights. I we're, doubt we're moving on to eighty vice. By the way, that was a hard left. I said eight vice advice. Okay. All right. I doubt she will allow the allow Tyler Mikerson. His first name will be Bo. That is not bad. Well, this has last, come up before. We've last name this. is Daly. Okay. Bo Daly, Daly is already good. Yeah. It's Jillian's maiden. I did ask if I could use the last name too, by the way. So he said yes. <clears throat> Daly City. Oh, how, about, how about me? So people think his name is Blow Me Daly. Hey. hey. Bo Me Daly. Bo Me Daly. How about uh, Loon? Bo Loon. It's B-E-A-U, but he does say it would be better oh. as B-O. No. That's a cool name, Bo. Bo Daly is a it cool is. name. Bo's yeah, not bad. Bo is just B-O. All right, middle name. Mm. And I'm talking about after a gig. Daly's the last name. Daly's last name. Bo Daly. And, w- and w- w- what about his wife? What did he say about his wife? She's due in November. She chose the name Bo. He gets to choose the middle name. So yes, abortion. It's not too late. Bo abortion. No, he Daly? should get. They should get an abortion, right? Is that what we're talking about? No. Is that in poor taste? Was that not yeah. PC? No, no, no. no, 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 no I'm, PC. I'm way more worried about me just being ignorant. Oh, we're all PC. ignorant. We're all ignorant. I mean, you guys think things through. I just start screaming and all of a sudden I listen nah, back to you, it. You should talk to my wife. She really thinks that I'm my. fucking ignorant and stupid and I shouldn't talk a lot of the time. Bo. Jillian's Bo like really worried Daly. that I'm going to say something one day that's just going to shut everything that I've ever worked on down. i got to be honest. Mm, I, I almost it. think Bo Daly covers it. Bo like, Daly's pretty good. Need. Bo Diddly Daly? No, but I think they should call Bo him Bo Regard. Weekly. How about his last sec- middle name is Regard? Bo Weekly Daly. Beauregard Daily? Yeah. No. Why? Michael. Because Beauregard's the full version of Bo. It is? Never heard that in my entire living life. Isn't I mean, it? some people, I, I mean, I guess, yeah. I think some people are just I thought Bo, it was Bodacious. Though, like, I always yeah. thought it was uh-huh. Bodacious. Mm. How about Dacious? Bodacious? How about Dacious? Daily. Dacious. Dacious. Uh, I don't know. Tyler Microsoft's pretty, I still like that. Remember we had um, this, like, went way back, like, year one of this show, like, somebody was threatening to, somebody did name their kid to give it AD initials. No. Yeah. They, they swore it. Mm. They hopefully, swore it hopefully to be true. Evan Moore. Bo. You know what? I'm, yeah. not, I'm not just saying this. No, I'm totally saying it because I looked over. But I do know of two different people. Both had rough times in life, so maybe this is a bad idea. But Kermit is not a bad name. Kermit's terrible. Especially because they're making Kermit a movie was about terrible do- doctor. And then there's a movie about yeah, that's him That's like coming I'm out. thinking about. There's a there's a dramatized <laughs> and there's the basketball player narrative movie that's coming out later this year about I'm Kermit, to kill you. The uh, abortion doctor. Speaking of, Jesus, we gotta get off this. Okay, uh, okay, let's get to the success story. What was the uh, the basketball player? Kermit Washington. Kermit Johnson. Mm. Wasn't it? Maybe I don't know. Michael Kermit Jordan. He, something horrible happened to him. Like he either killed a man or did, he died from my cocaine wallet? or something. Mm. I'm not really sure. Something bad happened. Uh, <clears throat> advice success story. Pabs, I'm the guy who wrote in last time about asking my boss for a raise, trying to figure out if I should start asking what oh, I wanted, yeah, yeah, yeah. 5%, or just going for it and asking more. You all agreed I should go big. I asked for 10 
and it was a one-minute conversation with my boss, and he signed off without batting an eye. <laughs> Good call. I guess I need to kick him more to the Patreon next year, which I immediately wrote back, oh, hell yeah. But of course, you clearly should have asked for more because he didn't <laughs> know, even blink at 10%. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Should have gone 20, 25. Woo. That's, uh, that's a feeling Ooh. I imagine a lot of people have had where they get the courage to Advice. ask for way more money, yeah. and it's not even a question, and then... Uh, well, like what could it Chris, have been? Yeah, yeah. I know we can't we talk should, about his personal. We should do right. a, but we should do an advice challenge. We should just see like how many people we can get, get to raise. go to their boss like this week and yeah. and and send us and in. see if somebody can come back with a, a documented proof that they asked for some something ridiculous like forty. We should get a cut. We should get a cut. Mm. <laughs> forty, like go in here's, and ask your boss you for a fifty percent raise. You go and talk about inflation. You talk about the price of goods all going up. You talk about all the tariffs and all this and that. And uh, you know what? Uh, diapers don't cost what they used to, and I need some more money. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. yeah, I just want—I want to be—I want you to be fair with me, and I want to be fair with you. So uh, let's do this. Go in and say I want to be, uh, you know, paid for what I what I'm worth, baby. Yeah. And I want to give a hundred percent to this I wanna, company. I want at least one percent. One email next, at least one email next week that says you got a raise because we told you to get one. All right. <gasps> hey, can, can we just pretend like we didn't talk about politics on this? show? I, but I'm afraid we have to because last week uh, we started to talk about something and we didn't come back to it. And I like what to think it? that usually we get back to what we're talking about eventually. Mm-hmm. What was it? It was Trump related. So oh, really? Buckle up. There's a movie coming out, and it's only going to be out for two days. And okay. I, I think it's later this month. Oh no, you did talk about that because you started made to, of- but we never got back to it. So it was the Trump prophecy, is yeah, what yeah. it's called. Yeah. And it's about a firefighter. Then we just fucking took off on a tear about firefighters right. and retired. Of course. So it was an ex-firefighter. It's his story, and it's it's along the same lines as uh, somebody who saw an alien, right? Okay. And this is the story, and this is what the documentary is about. And it's only playing two days theatrically. And I kind of want to go just to see what it's like, you know, what the audience is and what the, I would love to hear what people are talking about afterwards. But I'm afraid of, of God knows what might happen at one of those. Yeah. And anyways, I don't like large gatherings. Well, I also feel like if, if it's if it's uh, a conservative leaning movie and it's playing in Los Angeles, very conservative, these liberal conservative, these uh, liberal pieces of shit aren't going to go see it. Do you like what <laughs> I did trying, there? He's trying to even things out. <laughs> <laughs> These fucking snowflakes aren't going to go mi- see There's it. good mics on both sides. <laughs> These people. So here's the story. These highly creative people that this are giving you, you Trump supporters all of your entertainment. This is a real a real sh- story like, as such, like just like uh, you hear on Art Bell, people that see aliens are in, mm-hmm. and they're abducted. This ex-firefighter wakes up at 2 in the morning, can't sleep, turns on the TV, C-SPAN's on. Why he's got C-SPAN on, I don't know. You ever try and watch that channel? It's impossible. Guess who's on the channel? This is like 2011, I think. Okay. Trump. Trump's on the channel, and he's pontificating about something. And ex-firefighter guy can't sleep, sitting in his dark living room watching Trump on C-SPAN. Here's a voice of God. Mm-hmm. The voice of God says, you're watching the next president of the United States. Okay. So he freaks took, out. He's like, ta- what the God hell was that time voice? out of his busy He'd never heard that voice duties. before. He never like, heard that voice. This guy, no. He's never heard voices before. And he was like shocked. Uh, I know very little about this documentary, but the story goes like this. He starts to reach out and tell people about it. He's not the only one who was watching C-SPAN at that very moment or something along those lines where God said, you were watching Donald Trump, the future president of the United States. They made an entire fucking documentary about this, and I'm kind of fascinated. <laughs> How do you do that? I got a feeling the payoff is going to be someone in studio said that. 
Oh, like it's actually on C-SPAN? Yeah. I don't think yeah. they're going to expose the, no, the, I, the truth. No, it's, it's supposed to be like God. It's supposed to be divine intervention and God okay. put him in power for the... And God comes back. He goes to C-SPAN. Yeah. He blows right by HBO <laughs> and ABC, NBC, I don't, I don't know if it's all the he same blew by C-SPAN. Fox. He went I, right to C-SPAN. It might have just been like God came to people in various states and, and said uh, Trump's the next president. But it, it all has to do with a bunch of people with similar experiences. Uh, I don't know if it's the, that exact moment. I was I watching it, Sesame it was. Street and I heard God's voice say, this is real. <laughs> it is real in the sense that the puppets aren't like cartoons. <laughs> oh, my God. All right. So Has yeah. anyone done that? Has anyone uh, done like a direct marketing campaign with some subliminal seduction, I wonder? They, it's illegal. I know, but they've had to have tried it. Uh, I, I think they did. I think there was like studies on it and they're actually getting people to do things. But I mean, it, with the voiceover thing, like... Like, why not interrupt like a, a televangelist, televangelist show with the, oh, this is God speaking. <laughs> send, uh, I agree they should send you money. Uh, this, another advice. I'm stuck in a dead end job as a security guard. I'd love to move on, but I'm fantastic at it as I've done it for over a decade. I know I learn quick and have many other skills and interests, but I'm so afraid of this, quote, tough job market people talk about. What do I do? Well, he's a security guard. Where does he, he live? wants a new job? Yeah. Where does yes. he live? Just go get another job. And also, if, if you have the same job as Reggie right now, get a new job. And but if, where does he live? That makes uh, a difference. He did, didn't answer, but his profile says Mississauga. I don't know where Mississauga is. I don't know. I've heard that before. I've heard it before, too. Mississauga. I think it might be Canadian. Oh, really? I think so. Oh. But I mean, like, couldn't you work a night job at security Wisconsin? and then like figure out something else during the day? In the Hopefully. Meantime? What do you want to do? You can't just say, hey, I'm a security guard. I want a new job. What do I do? That's like fucking wide open. Go like learn to weld or something. I'm saying if he's in LA, like it would be kind of fun to be a security guy yeah, on a movie like, set. There's no info. Wouldn't it be fun to be, be like, Dan, like Dan, to start for the there? first couple of weeks? Yeah, that's what I mean. It'd be pretty yeah. fun though. Dan so will be hard, in Italy tomorrow and wants to know if Mike wants him to say what's up to anyone. Everyone. Say it to everyone, and I want video. Of hey! Every- What's up? I'm my friend of Michael in California. What part, of, what part of Italy is he going to? As soon as you get off the plane, just, just say, Italy. Yo, I heard you all have big dicks. <laughs> American here has heard you all have big dicks. Sorry, I'm yelling in your apartment. Sorry. It's a true. <laughs> it's a true. <laughs> uh, another job one. I'm in a dead-end job, pawn shop, shout out Mike, with no formal education other than an associate degree. Should I go back to school or find some place... I could move up. I'm in my early 30s. I mean, I ain't got shit. I don't even have an associate's degree. I got to say, going Take back... Take a look at me now. Okay, if you thought political talk was ignorant, here comes more. I say don't go back to school because I don't think it's important anymore. There's a lot of good jobs you can get without without it. But yeah. on the other hand, it's still very important depending on what you want to do. No, I think going back to school is solely for making contacts... Depends on what you want to do. If you want to be like a, an astrophysicist, it's yeah, not solely yeah. for making contacts. <laughs> who you know at NASA? If it's, if it's an it's entertainment, you know. which is what we... Uh, I've got four master's degree, two doctorates, and I want to work here. Uh, sorry, I give the job to my cousin. How much time do we got? Look at me now. I'm an Emmy loser. Uh, I've got six and a half years. My name's Mike Corona. I'm an alcoholic. <laughs> Don't say your last name. Do we have time to talk about Momo? I'm sure you're you're familiar with Momo. Power Momo, 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 Momo,
It's that game that uh, people were playing. The the last thing you do is kill yourself. People are actually doing it. No, I don't know. Let's talk more about Momo next week. Is it a game from Asia? Uh, I think it began in Germany, and this is a different. Sounds like people should be playing it less, less. (laughs) The blue whale, I think, was the the original name of it. Okay, and like it just has various challenges that you're supposed to do, and I guess they target like teens that are kind of like awkward and don't have a whole lot of friends and are looking for somebody to uh, be proud of them, that kind of thing. One of the things you have to do is like carve a blue whale on your skin. What I believe this is all. On the up and up because I I heard a long report about it on a radio show, mm. and uh, Art Bell. they were saying that uh, there have been other hoaxes that were similar coast to this, to but this one's actually real. And I have since looked it up, and there's a bunch of news stories on it. So let's talk a little bit about Momo next week. If you've played Momo or got a raise, right in. Well, if they played Momo successfully, they're no longer with us. Apparently, a, a bunch of teenagers have killed themselves thanks to this game. Hey, do you think the uh, the days of security guards? Because I've known people that were security. We have a listener who's a security guard. Yes. Oh, my God. We just got a letter from one, too. Oh, my God. But, um, I, oh, my like God. When I was a kid. That wasn't security, a joke, people. The security, just... Yeah, the security guard was um, <laughs> no, was wasn't. a coveted job to have Like when you're getting out of high school because uh, I can quote my friends or s- sort of quote them. Uh, all I do is get baked and sit in a booth all night yeah. and read comic books. And I was like. That's a good job. There's a I lot really of thought that's a good job. A lot of downtime. Like uh, it's a nice, nice transition job. Yep. But like, if you find yourself there year after year, it's like, and yeah. you have any motivation, you you don't want to stick around with the, with the. Uh, the, the you're not going to make many contacts there. It's no, no, there. All your contacts are with criminals. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> what? Case in the joint. Or people that work at the joint. Hey, Mike it could be a security guard at like, the TV city. <laughs> Mike <laughs> on uh, some criminals. Jonathan Banks, uh, actor Jonathan Banks, but uh, character Mike on uh, mm-hmm. on uh, uh, on Breaking Bad. He was a security guard. Look at him. Yeah. <laughs> Take a yes, look at him. He was a very accomplished actor who played a security guard. No, I'm just right. saying the act, the <laughs> actual character. I didn't say that all oh. right at all. Was a security yeah, guard. Yeah, you could be a drug lieutenant. <laughs> That's pretty much Hit what he man. was, right? Yeah. You guys want me to tell you what I saw? When I, I love Jonathan Banks. When I came back from Arizona, and uh, please forgive me, I don't want to listen it. to my podcast as well because I ended with this. The lo- lo- very long trip, like fourteen hundred miles. Yes, thank you very much again. Mike, it was for fun. coming out. It was your seeing you and seeing the the, the folks that were there yeah. was great. It's great. Right? Every it's other so part much of the fun. trip was sad as fuck. It's like the well, it's the, partially because I listened to a book about a guy whose sister killed himself on the way out there oh, and Jesus. on the way back, and Is I was so Momo? fucking depressed. Like but I the, pulled over and I was crying in a McDonald's parking lot. Okay, I'm glad, I, don't I, get I'm glad I didn't drive with you. You, you fucking idiot you are. <laughs> Can you um, imagine how awkward that? I got sobby in a McDonald's parking lot. I probably wouldn't have listened to it if you were in the car with me, but coming home. We're I both crying at the McDonald's. So oh, terrible. Two adult men. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Just, I get you know, got home, I think I got home like at 8 30, 9 o'clock mm-hmm. on, after I split Sunday morning or Monday morning. Do you have McRibs? You said you were going to come say goodbye to me and you never did. Yeah, that's what Mike does. Yeah. You're like, I'll say, I'll say goodbye to you before I split. I'm like, all right. And oh, I, waited by, I waited by my room, just staring at the door, waiting. <laughs> oh, there's something <laughs> kind of weird happened. What? I don't want to talk about it on, on the show. Uh. That wasn't weird. A listener swung by the hotel. Really? To say hi. We were going to have coffee, and we just ended up talking for a How while. How did they find out you were at that hotel? I told her. <laughs> did you tell her which room? She was in my I room. I can't when believe you came that over. pronoun was a she her. She was in your room when I came over. Yeah. I went over and knocked on the door, and Mike looked like he was stoned. I know he wasn't, but no. he and looked half happened. asleep. Nothing happened. We were you just had, a, you we were, just had a conversation. You had a stowaway in there? 
We just had a conversation. Michael, <laughs> man of mystery. And I saw the story. Where, where did he watched, she? You watched too many co-pilot videos. Nothing. Where happened. did she come from? Does she I listen don't know. to this? She probably listens to this. She shout may or out, she may shout not. out. What's Huge that? shout out. She may or she may not. We don't know. Huge shout out. I imagine she does. All right. Maybe she should ask for a raise. <laughs> <laughs> nothing. I swear on my okay. life, I nothing happened you. at all. I she, don't she care goes, if something did. You want to help my husband? And I said, sure, here's where I'm at. And she and came she, in your room to have coffee. Because they do have a little Starbucks yeah, pods yeah, yeah, yeah. in there. We sat around for 15 or 20 possible. minutes and had a conversation. And I finally uh-huh. went, I got to go. Dude, why do you put yourself in those situations? That's he so said, I got to go. And he walked out of his room. And that she would be stayed. so uncomfortable. Like, how do I get this broad out of my room? I don't know who she is. And this conversation's going nowhere. That's why you meet like in a public area. Hey, so that's interesting. In I've your never, room? I never thought about what if all the guys who are whipping their in dicks out at inappropriate room. times, they're just socially Trying awkward and don't know how to get the sleep. Yes. <laughs> that's it. If I whip my dick out right now, she'll bail. Surely she'll leave. Surely will. Oh, God. She's See still you, here. Surely. Oh, God. Now I have to masturbate in a plant. Great. Uh, so I'm trucking at home. <laughs> all right, let's exhausted. hear the weird part. I'm exhausted. <laughs> that was a I'm Tyler exhausted. joke. I get to the Coldwater Canyon exit. Yeah, that's, that's Mike's exit. So he's driven, like, this is the last mile was yeah, 1,400 there's miles. There's a young lady there, mm. African-American chick, mm. standing on the corner with a sign. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, great, homeless person. And right. all I see out of the corner of my eye on her sign is uh, support the United Negro Fried Chicken Fund. And I'm like, oh, my God. And I was, I, I was almost speechless, like, uh, Why? Uh, I wish I wouldn't have said that into the recorder because it sounds yeah. like I was saying it. And there was did wait, there was more on the sign. It just kept right. going. Help a Negro eat. Help a Negro this. And she was just playing it up. And I was mm-hmm. like, Is that wrong? Or is that You're like d- if I give you something, am I contributing to racism? No, I mean, was, is she wrong exploiting it as a joke? Because She's wrong I felt asking for money on a corner. I felt like this is not something that you should be doing. You shouldn't be asking for money to begin no, with. No, I don't care about that. I, I, I felt it was wrong that she was sit putting Mike, that she had that stuff written on there, and that she was doing all smiles like, and people were giving her money because they're like, ha ha yeah, yeah, ha, you ha, go ha. like it's like yeah, uh, it you've seen the like, one like it uh, felt give me money, I need to buy a beer like yeah. that that'll get you money, need like, money yeah. for weed, yeah, bro. yeah. This one felt like yeah, she who was doesn't? capitalizing on people going, I'll give you money because it's because you're making fun of it and we're not. And she's probably, made, you know what, the, the the racists are probably giving her more that's money. That's what I'm like, saying. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. what I'm saying. I, it she's felt- getting money from both sides. She's getting the money from people who are like, oh, this is a wonderful satire on our community. Yeah. And also people were like, <laughs> it felt like if Martin Finally, Luther- one of them knows. <laughs> it felt like if Martin Luther King pulled up to the stoplight, he would not find it funny. Oh, I don't think he would, Michael. I don't think Malcolm X would find it funny. I have a dream. But that's, it that felt one like day- anybody with some pride. Louis Farrakhan probably would not enjoy it. No, but I'm, that's what I'm saying is it was a it was it felt like exploit. She was it is exploitation. Why? Yes, I don't Mike, know. I found it. Agree with you. Like not think not mm. many things in life. How much me. did you give her? Is the question. Fifty. <laughs> I gave her nothing. I gave her nothing. I'm not giving somebody money. I got who's another similar a, a serious story, problem. but not so similar. Uh, a group of black guys in Phoenix. I'm walking yeah. the streets. Uh, yeah. The day that I get there. And there's probably like 12 black dudes uh, on the street and they weren't asking for money, but they were doing some kind of protest and they had pamphlets and stuff uh-huh. and they're almost like monks and they had some kind of like music going. Okay. And uh, turn down the sun. I was one of the five people on the, on the street. Literally, like I'd see like five. I'd yeah. be walking around downtown Phoenix and I'd see like five people on a Friday. <laughs> it's just, everyone's inside. And uh, 
I guess I was smoking a cigarette. I wasn't really thinking about it because I relapsed over the weekend. I knew I would. And uh, so I'm reading their, their signs and uh, their little pamphlets. And I'm, I'm probably about as far away. I, I'm about five. There's about five feet in between us. Okay. And I, I asked the guy, I say, so what's, uh, what are you guys doing? Because there's like nobody else on the street and there's nothing going on. So I so what are you guys uh, doing? And, and he doesn't answer me. He just looks at me angrily and goes, please step away with your cigarettes, sir. I was the only guy. <laughs> Within a hundred yards of them, and they're a little uh, demonstration, and whatever it was. And you're clearly, you must be the only person that would ever walk up to anyone who's doing anything on a sidewalk and be like, so what's this about? Like, don't yeah. ever talk to me on a sidewalk, what anyone. I don't, I'll never know, because I just said, that's a nice approach, and I just kept walking. Wow. And I'll never know, and I, I don't know if anyone else will ever know if either. he yells at you, lung cancer. I guess that's the only actually uh, plausible reason why he would be such a but dick. What are the? I can't. Have, and he was a dick about it too. I can understand, yeah. like you know, if he really hates cigarettes. Yeah. Oh, like, oh, I, I'd love to tell you, man. I'm he sorry. Ever, like, I got, Rocky Horror. He was not a Rocky Horror. Uh, uh, every city you have that an encounter with cigarettes. That's uh, true. I I just think I don't smoke it anymore. All right, let's Good get night. the fuck out of here. Good night. Keep it moving. Good night to half of you. Up.